In a world where gas pipelines get mysteriously hacked by the usual Russian suspects and big pharmaceutical companies fudge the numbers, who's got your back? The Lunch Boys, coming at ya. Analysis with a side of <laughs> and sprinkle with a little bit of Hey guys, welcome to the Lunch Boys Podcast. My name's Jake, and with me is Henry. Hey! And Ryan. Sup? Sup, dude. <laughs> if any of us were to do drugs, it would be Ryan. 100%. Um, that's that's fair. So- <laughs> I, I like, real quick pause before we get into what we do. I am so interested in what... I thought you were going to say, I'm so high of right no, 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 no. Uh, right now. No, 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 no. I'd be asleep. Uh... <laughs> I am so interested in like what a DMT or like LSD trip looks like just cause I want to talk to elephants. You know what I mean? It, I, honestly, I'd be lying if I said that wouldn't be extremely fascinating, but the thing that prevents me from doing it is that supposedly it's only like seven minutes long, but it, you can't stop it. And if it's yeah, terrifying, it, uh, exactly. Yeah, like you, you just do I, ayahuasca. I just, you ever heard of ayahuasca? I heard yeah. that is like, <laughs> some oh, life-changing add, add mushrooms right uh polycybin or i think that's what it's called like mushrooms and stuff like i just want to open my third eye and talk to god and shake hands with the devil you know what i mean yeah Up. uh first half not sorry mom terrible but the, the last <laughs> half i'm not a fan of the last half don't think uh, well what we just found out is that ryan is a freemason and that's why he wants to shake oh! hands with the devil. Uh, well, has I he mean, already <laughs> I just I just want to know. Rogan got me interested. This feels and like I, backpedaling. I, no, I went down a rabbit hole, and I really want to know. <laughs> but I'm not gonna. I mean, Rogan, he is probably single-handedly responsible for the last 10 years of psychedelic drug use, because he's just, like, every day on his show. Like, he literally, in the middle of talking to, like, gotta have a doctor, alchemy, man. will be like, you gotta have, have you ever man. done an LSD? They're like, no. He's like, you want to try it right now? I'm yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you're in the middle of recording a podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm here for it, uh, but I'm not going to try it because, like, I, I hear psychedelics and depression doesn't mix, <laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna It'll change hands life, off man. that. Maybe. Anyways, yeah. back to what we were going to talk have about. a bad time. Yeah, so, you know what's crazy? We were talking on the last show about these insane speaking billions and billions and billions and billions of... Yeah, speaking of drugs, great transition. Uh, billions of dollars that these... Um, was that a government-sanctioned <laughs> transition? Uh, the government has forced all of us to take ayahuasca, or at least they say, if you would like to be enlightened like the rest of us, and woke, you must take ayahuasca. And then you'll have people who will say, I have been fully ayahuasca and the rest of us <laughs> Two doses, though. Two doses. Two doses. With a booster two, in eight months. <laughs> two cups of tea of ayahuasca. Got to visit every eight months. There we go. I'm down. All right. Uh, but yeah, we were just talking about that. And then... Wait, you know, by the way, for people that don't know what ayahuasca is, it's gosh, where people... being friends with you two is so hard. <laughs> they, go to, they go to shamans and they have this like religious experience taking a drug. It's a hallucinogen. Because I just feel like other people are going to be like, what in the world are they talking about? They can Google it. It's 2021. How do you not know about ayahuasca? I know, but like, if you're driving in traffic, Joe Rogan and start. Miley Cyrus and like Who? freaking uh, Miley Cyrus and freaking what's her name? Chelsea Handler. Like all these people Who? talk about <laughs> and have videoed yeah, right. in some cases their ayahuasca trips. Chelsea Handler would not have been my go-to example. <laughs> yeah, right. Everybody knows who Chelsea Handler is. No? Nope. I had to Google She's a terrible that. comedian. 
I would really? have you don't to know who Chelsea Handler is? I, yeah, I have I'd her have face in front of me, and I just know that she has really sad stories. Well, okay. she's kind of depressed. Yeah. You know? Anyway, so we were talking about... All. Let me just restart this whole thing. <laughs> uh, we were talking about the record profits that these vaccine companies are having, just projecting billions and billions of dollars in sales, just raking in money, and how, you know, even... If you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated, and then you'll die. It's fine. Um, but anyway, if you want to get vaccinated, <laughs> do your thing. But, like, the point is, like, the the jargon around getting vaccinated where people are like, these are completely safe. The efficacy is super high. Like, this is the these are the, some of the greatest vaccines we've ever had, ignoring the fact that they're experimental vaccines, ignoring the fact that pharmaceutical companies, which we know have been nefarious throughout history, um, are the ones who are directly profiting from this. And so we wanted to bring some cases uh, and we have other stuff to talk about on the show today, too. Or that they destroyed well, the reputation of the people that had therapeutics. Yeah, like they, yeah, it's crazy. Hydroxychloroquine. And, uh, hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> um, I always have to say it after you say it. Uh, <laughs> that's an old joke. Only listeners who've been with us for a while know about that. <laughs> now it's just uh, Pavloved into our brains. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> and so the first example is that a lot, I don't understand how, especially when Johnson & Johnson had to stop offering doses of their single dose vaccine uh because of blood clots and of course astrazeneca was already just trying issues. to take all the but, precautions like the interesting part about that one specifically though is that only like six people had blood clots out of like millions of doses so like something tells me they knew something they aren't telling us because like Especially that's because a, a that's a small ratio a couple thousand people had already died not just from johnson and johnson but the other ones so it almost felt like it, it was yeah. I don't know, maybe they're somebody on the board of directors of Pfizer was like, let's stick it to Johnson and Johnson for a second. Yeah, potentially. Right. I, I think just, there was something else going on there. Yeah, for 100%. For sure. it, it just made me skeptical. And like, I'm not even making up that number. Like, it was six people out of like, I think it was two and a half million doses got statistically heart, uh, clogged. Insignificant, you know? Yeah, like, right. like it shouldn't uh, matter basically at all. zero. Yeah, it, it, it confused me, and there's something more going on there that I just don't know about. <laughs> and, like, I would say all lives matter, but they don't, right? <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. Unless they're I don't want to get canceled. Not for that. You know how not to get canceled? Be black and pose in whiteface. And then you will be oh! lauded by all your white friends. Only if you can walk on water, though, from what I recall. <laughs> Only if you can show people how to walk on water. <laughs> Uh, real fast, I sent you guys the story. Um, there was there was that guy who robbed like thirty houses with a, a it was a black guy with a white mask on, and so he was disguising himself as a white. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, it was pretty dang funny. Oh man, what a crazy world we live in. I just right? hope people from church listen to this podcast and they're just like, dang, those guys are really still mad about that. I'm like, heck yeah, I am. It's, I mean, how do you record, pass up that joke? That's a good for the record. <laughs> for the record. For the record. I'm apathetic. Yeah, for the, re- for the record, I do not care. The jokes I laugh at, easily, infinitely worse. Oh. By a lot. <laughs> By a lot, a lot. Oh my gosh, I do care. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, but Johnson & Johnson just recently, uh, this article that I just pulled up is from uh, 2018. It's Reuters. I'm going to send all these to Ryan. And then Reuters? you will not find them. Reuters, sorry. Uh, and then you will not find them in the show notes. But uh, Reuters? <laughs> Reuters? I don't know how to pronounce it. R-E-U. Sound it out. Reuters. Reuters. <laughs> 
Reuters? Reuters, I, be- yeah. I believe, yeah. Reuters? It <laughs> yeah. sounds like hemorrhoids. That's why I never pronounce it that way. Oh, well. Um, unless you're... Like what uh, you got, the Reuters. Unless All right, let's not keep going. Let's not keep going because I'm trying to set this up for 10 if, minutes. No, no, stop. Just oh, stop. All right. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm just trying to set this up for like 10 minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know what's... So- anyway, so <laughs> the they found this Reuters article uh facing thousands of lawsuits uh alleging that talc caused cancer j and j insists on the safety and purity of its iconic product but internal documents examined by reuters uh that's going to be my version of hydroxychloroquine um (laughs) (laughs) reuters show that the company's powder was sometimes tainted with carcinogenic uh asbestos and that j j and j kept asbestos asbestos uh and j and j kept that information from regulators in the public so basically their baby powder they were lathering with, kids chemicals with in cancer it, juice <laughs> and it caused it was shown to cause cancer and they knew about it and then there was an investigation and they found out that not only did they know about it they were actively trying to suppress that information so the public would continue to buy the baby powder yep by the way Baby powder, still on sale. I don't know if they changed the recipe, but it's just like (laughs) the same people that were like, oh yeah, stick something in my arm that I can't just stop using. You guys were willingly and knowingly selling a product that caused cancer and we were slathering it on the booties of our babies. You yeah. disgusting cucks. But like, what? The the crazy part about it is, like, oh, credit where credit is due. Like, <laughs> credit where credit is due, babies kind of suck. So we get well, it. Uh, <laughs> it's like abortion <laughs> laws are getting stricter. Talc powder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> abortion laws are getting strict. What can we say? Um, but, uh, like, lefties have been very, very good on the issue of big pharma for like a very long time like they've been but now so they mock long. it because within it, the last couple of years it's switched it, which is really yeah strange. I, I was gonna say like they've been so good about how it's just like they're pushing diseases so that or like doing inhumane you know experimentation or like on any, animals any number so of forth. things uh, any number of things and they've been largely correct i'm sure you could find an example of where they were wrong but they've been generally correct the entire time oh yeah and then all of a sudden in the last six months it is like if you don't stick this you know, foreign substance into your arm from these people who have questionable at best backgrounds who, who are immune from uh, legal, you know, recourse, you know, uh, you're against the science and you're anti-vax and, and it, like all this uh, to Jake's nonsense, point, though, you know, from a couple episodes ago, it does just show that these political parties have no principles because oh, I don't see that, yeah. how the efficacy of a pharmaceutical company is at all a political thing. I would have imagined that's a ethical, moral thing. How does that have anything to do with left a, or right? An ob- or an objective right. thing. Like, look at this guy. They have a clean uh, track record. Like, why would we go with the people who Pfizer in 2003 were experimenting on Nigerian children without proper parental <laughs> consent? So, like, why are we going with people who have this sort of track record, you know, to do Didn't this thing on a mass scale? to a, um, a Pfizer article where between, like, 2009 and 2001, they got caught uh, bribing doctors in China, Pakistan, and somewhere else. So yeah, the entire uh, story is that Pfizer okay. uh, needed to pay $2.3 billion penalty, which, if I'm not mistaken, was the largest penalty that a firm, that a company had to pay due to federal infractions. At that point. And least, uh, basically, yeah. at that up to that point, which this was in 2009, um, this is another article that we have uh, that says, uh, federal. this is from NBC News, federal prosecutors hit Pfizer Inc. with a record-breaking $2.3 billion in fines Wednesday, uh, this is, again, written in 2009, and called it the world's luggage, and called the world's 
largest drug maker, a repeating corporate cheat for illegal drug promotions that piled doctors uh, with free golf massages and resort junkets, which is a weird term. But uh, I think out of this article, (laughs) it's a strange thing to like trade in your ethical. Morality. Yeah, I want some massage. Oh, golf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a hard job. Expensive. And what we've learned last year is that any place that anyone were, that has any medical responsibilities whatsoever, if they work there, heroes work there. So of course, yeah, yeah. it would be easy to get them to just take a break and get a massage because they are heroes uh, and heroes. like really saving lives. This brings up the point, which is. Um, uh, take your pick like scientist historian politician whatever they can all be bought and paid for to say whatever the corporate interest wants them to say you know like absolutely it, like anybody can be bribed and if you think that just because somebody is has like the word scientist or doctor you know <laughs> and their title you know makes them any better than that like arguably politicians are supposed to be like the purest among us and they're like the most easily bribable so like what does that say about the people who are less supposedly pure that are actually trying to make a profit like yeah yeah they they exist to make a profit whereas at least a politician can kind of hide behind i'm a public servant which is a lie yeah but at least they can kind of hide behind (laughs) that whereas these are pharmaceutical companies whose goal is not to make you well their goal is to sell you drugs and yeah. all of a sudden we've become team selling drugs. Okay. Well, like, yes, but not in this way. If, oh, man. Like, I'm, I, I get so bored. Yeah, yeah. And the drug Touché. war. And the drug Touché. war. What? Yeah. <laughs> I get so torn because it kind of goes back to what I think we talked about last time, that if you had an informed consumer, they wouldn't get away with this stuff. You know, if, for example, like the mask thing, if people knew a little bit more about viruses, they would understand that this small barrier wasn't going to stop something that's 20 nanometers in length. But like, I I would again argue and like, it's, it's, I'm not absolving consumer, the consumer of responsibility, but especially in medical in the medical field where something like the FDA exists and it costs like a billion dollars to get through those tests. And, you know, like it creates such a barrier to entry to a market that, you you really are and especially with the patent system and and you know everything that exists around that um it, you really are the kind government of, by the way reserves the right to prevent any patent from going public if it's something they can claim is a national security threat i just thought i'd yeah. throw that out there so yeah anything to do with energy and so forth we could probably be well off of fossil fuels by now but they're like nah. yeah, nuclear yeah yeah easy, easily um, but like I, I would say the consumer doesn't necessarily bear as much responsibility in this particular industry because of that like insulin prices keep going up and up and up because there's like three people who make it and the only reason they can make it is because generics are banned because the FDA just won't pass them so like it's a there's a good book that I've got actually called regulated or uh, death by regulation by, by uh, Mary Ruwer, um who as goes through points, all of this as he points at the big wall of books behind I, I, I forgot <laughs> I forgot who wrote it but he has it, every it's, zoom call in 2020 right now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me get in front of my rack of books so people think I'm smart <laughs> yeah 100 in frame but out of focus that's how you avoid the questions uh, right. <laughs> oh what are those books about uh history <laughs> and and anarchy uh but uh I just forgot who wrote it but like that's a really good book um so I, I, like 
the government has created this situation where there's only a handful of people making these uh, vaccines and or any medicine really and like if we throw it back to march of last year with all of the tests that were being made the fda was blocking all of them saying no the cdc is going to make a test that's like the official american test and then um which they're also the, the, they get government subsidies and private investments right that's yeah. not sketch at all the so cdc like, functions a lot like the uh the the fed does which you know yeah. not to get off topic but it's just kind of an interesting organization where it is absolutely a part of government and influencing government policy that affects but what, what's all the, of us what's the key word there what's the next word private what? was that the is that the next word that you're gonna go? Oh, for? It, it yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> man, man, I feel like I feel like Henry's been holding on to that for a long time. Oh, dude, I hold grudges. That's why I can't have a girlfriend. I hold like, <laughs> way. Uh, <laughs> it's basically an NGO. Uh, but I was gonna say um, the, uh, the and then the test from the CDC came we back. Are terrible. And, and then the test came back from the CDC and they sucked. And then we also got inundated with all this propaganda about like look at all these other countries that are testing so much more when it was our tests being used that were designed in the U.S. but just were banned from the marketplace. And then we're getting like kind of shamed because you know the media has a uh, what what is the masochism or a sadism sort of fetish for the u.s where they want everybody to hate the u.s because we're not Europe. because they're trying to you know transform I mean? it yeah exactly a tyrannical system right. exactly i was i was even watching an episode of uh, uh unwell on netflix um, my wife and i wanted to just start a new show and so i was like let's watch unwell and we watched the episode sounds on, healthy it's basically about people who do healthy things or health craze things that aren't necessarily healthy and so this one was like this really stupid guy who wants to be a bodybuilder and he's all up on that breast milk. Mm-hmm. So he oh, buys frozen breast milk and no. mixes his protein powder in it. Yeah. Why? And he's like, yeah, I'm trying to bulk up and like breast milk is a complete meal. It's nutritional content, all that stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But it was interesting. Just fell out of another person. Then maybe. <laughs> 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 Yeah, they went through the macros of, of it. And How's like, he, it's actually, how does he like, look, though? So like, does he actually have a build, though? Uh, at one time, he did. Let's try since the, but that was, <laughs> that, He said that the breast milk was the reason why. And I'm like, no, it's because you had kids and left the woman that you had kids with. Oh, no. This just got sad. Yeah. The but breast anyway. milk part was funny. <laughs> was, I mean, the whole thing's pretty funny. And now, like, his girlfriend's totally cool with him meeting strange women at coffee shops with a bag of frozen breast milk. It's, wow. like, so hilarious. Anyway, um, there was a scene where there's this woman. She said that she was talking about how she needed to get breast milk because she adopted a child and she d- can't give the baby breast milk and stuff like that. And she was like, in our society, we're just so individualistic. And I was like, it's funny because once you start to hear it, you can't unhear it. And I was like, wow, like if I, if I was just watching this show and I was just laughing at the idiot who wants breast milk, right? I I would have totally missed that they're already trying to engineer my, my uh, preferences for how I interact with other people socially to be more of a group think, a group pooling full, like, and she was just saying that, but it's just like funny how that was important to put in the, in the documentary. And it had nothing to do with anything other than like, well, knowing how, oh, you breast milk lady, knowing how reality (laughs) TV though is done, they definitely said cut. Could you could you add something about how uh, you want to? Now be this word has more or... than three syllables, so yeah. get ready for this. Uh, individualistic, <laughs> maybe like that's a good one. And action. Um, yeah. Hold up. What's society, that? Hold up. What's that just... line? What's that line? All right. Cut. Individualistic is 
bad. Okay, okay, she, I got it, I got it. Yeah, and, and like, and Jake, then she gets on there and she Joe Biden's it, and she goes, you know, just in America we're so individualist. And, you know, <laughs> and then I almost just now said the N word to make a joke about how that one time Biden said the N word, but I figured I didn't want to make Ryan have to the, edit that the, out of the podcast. Yeah, and I would forget because <laughs> you know decency's back in the White House, and we don't need to point out how record, he said the F word relating to gay people and the N word yeah, relating to black about, people. Nazi flags. That might be the best line of his presidency so far. Oh, please, please recite. Oh, I actually maybe. don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, please you're recite. Lying. Or, or maybe I do, but I, I, like it's not clicking for me right now. What are you? What do you mean? Did he so, walk by a Nazi flag and just immediately seeg? And it was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> old habits die hard. <laughs> um, Sorry, I had a NASA Nazi, internship. <laughs> right. He meant to say Nazi flags, but he forgot. That the L is oh, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. not silent. I, I know what you mean. Um, oh, that's what I was just saying. The F word relating to gay people. I was literally well, talking about I did, that could go a lot of different ways, so I wasn't sure where you are going with that. I was going to let slide. But a Nazi <laughs> gay person, that would be funny because... You, oh, you want to hear the terrible joke that we said at church the other day? Oh, was, 100%. what if the dude with signs stood outside of the Holocaust Museum and just said, it wasn't just the Jews? <laughs> <laughs> Because it was also gay people and gypsies and others as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't just the... But we're always like, you know, they killed so many Jews. It's like, and homosexuals and gypsies. And, and we're forgetting about would, the literal war where they just killed everybody. So. Where they killed anybody of any color, regardless yeah. of if they were part of the, the Very Aryan diverse. race or not. Especially if you were a Japanese child in Hiroshima. Ah. Equal opportunity murderers. Every country involved in World War II. Yeah. yeah, you're not with me. I will kill you. Are you uh, child? I will kill you. It's called <laughs> war. Are you child? I will shoot you, yeah. then burn you in front of your mother, then shoot your mother. Does this sound like a terrible joke? It's what happened. Yeah. So yeah, um, it, <laughs> like it's bad. Meanwhile, support the troops at all costs. You freaking Republicans. Um, Jake, oh, uh, bouncing back off of that, like once you notice, like, it, like once you are. Uh, Mm, yeah once you uh kind of notice that everything is stupid like you can point out it's either anti-market anti like anti uh you know small government like everything that we're about they will personal they will just like i was watching you anti-volunteerism yeah i I was watching you that show um on netflix about the stalker and and season two it's it's Dude. really good. It's really good, but, but, but amazing wait, show. It's it's very good, but in season two, <laughs> uh, on, on like the second episode or whatever, he's like walking uh, through a you know a semi nice neighborhood, and he's a stalker, so he's like pulling up people on a Zillow or like whatever the the website was, and it was like oh John Smith house uh, you know worth eight hundred thousand uh, this many square feet registered libertarian oh gross, and it just kept going. And I was just like, hey, dude, <laughs> like, why are you just going to throw that in there? Because, uh, like, not, then you have people like me. And then there's also that one show, um, the Bird Box one, where you had that one guy oh, yeah. who was, like, clearly just a Republican, like, MAGA guy. And he was, like, the most obnoxious and rude person. And then you had that line where it's like, we're going to make the apocalypse great again. And then everyone looked at him like, really? And it's like why are you slipping in these little political digs in your apocalypse movies? Like they have nothing to do with anything and they just do it all the time. And, the, and like, like, here's it's the clearly thing, like, got I, an agenda. In general, in general, I love art. Art almost always reflects reality and you're allowed to do whatever you want with it, but it's when oh, it is sure. so one-sided. Yeah. And like, the, And the fact that like we know 
that there are projects that get pitched that are the opposite of that and they just don't get funded. Yeah, it, exactly. And it's incredibly frustrating because like, I'm sure Henry, you could probably speak to it more than I could, but like the Mockingbird machine. <laughs> oh, like, 100%. Like the CIA has been involved in Hollywood since essentially day one. Like everything yeah. you see is prepping you for something. Like this stuff you're seeing in movies right now is going to exist in 10 years and they were just trying to warm the waters, you know, so you, you aren't. Like it, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, and what's funny too is that they have, they're basically doing like market research how are people yeah. going to interpret like this event or so react for the to it? Yeah. Like I know that they started to introduce all kinds of alien invasion, uh, type movies. Uh, and it was sometime in the sixties when there was a study that they discovered. And I don't, I forget if it was for like a survey or they were interpreting other questions from people, but long story short, that's probably the wrong word. All good. Interpreting. All good. <laughs> Interpreting. No, it's, I thought, uh, like you're, you're deducing a different extrapolating conclusion. there you percolating. go percolating yeah yeah there i got you, go. you. <laughs> and i i just kind of oh, smushed all those words together <laughs> yeah a little um, bit. <laughs> so anyway and what they the conclusion <clears throat> that they came to was that if people discovered that there were aliens interacting with our government that they would more than likely either stop going to work and just become super apathetic or they would commit suicide and what's interesting is then we have just like four decades of alien movies that just gets people used to the idea of aliens. Yeah. And now in the COVID bill, they're like, oh yeah, uh, aliens. And yeah. no, and everyone's like, yeah, probably. And it's like, that's a stark difference from what that 60s study said. Yeah. It used to be, if you said aliens, it's like, put on your tinfoil hat, you're crazy. Yeah, you're a dummy. And now know? we have like yeah. the Tic Tac video from 2009. And the then- Tic Tac video? <laughs> that's what they call it. The oh, Tic Tac, like the, I the, talking the craft about that looks like a Tic Tac. I thought you meant Tic Tac. Oh, I mean, <laughs> my bad. Oh, no, no, no. See, I was, I was wrong on this one. In relation to aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, Ryan. On topic. <laughs> and, like, and I forget if it was like the 2019 footage that was near a naval base in California, that that's real footage and all that. And they just yeah. kind of insert that. And people are like, yeah, but you better get vaccinated. He's like, did you just skip over the whole UFO thing for yeah. vaccines? Did you just skip over the fact that the government's been lying to you for yeah. years about 100%. what types of technology they've for- been studying and have access to and made people go crazy? live off the grid people make fun of them say that they're mm-hmm. crazy conspiracy theorists and now they're starting to come out with things that are at least validating some not all not necessarily saying that there are extraterrestrial beings but just the fact that these crafts these things these sightings a lot of them are now being corroborated by government and now that person is in a lot of ways getting vindicated and maybe they would have been less crazy had the government and the media sector not coord- in a coordinated fashion made them outcasts now we're just cool with it don't you love that Oh yeah. yeah, they literally yeah, drove some people crazy. An unproductive psychopath. Yeah, and, and just tell the truth. And if you want to talk about driving people crazy, we did do that episode on MK Ultra. Uh, it's like episode yeah. six or whatever, um, where they like literally dosed a homeless guy. Oh, back to LSD, like the beginning of the show, dosed homeless people like fifty times in forty hours, just to see what happens, just you know? to try to wipe their mind clean so they could use them as a a, a like a, you know, a war, yeah, you know, uh, a, a mind control victim for their war machine. So like, it, it, they are involved in so many aspects that nobody even knows, uh, like know about. And like, I don't even know all of it. I know the big ones, but oh yeah, I mean, we, we absolutely have no idea. Or I mean, even yeah. the ones that like w- people can be aware of. I'm just, it's like not my thing. You, you know, I know enough of it to be dangerous, but you know, to ruin Thanksgiving, but, but nothing more. <laughs> <laughs> 
where, the, where there are some people who are just like, here's the history of the CIA via genocide from like, you know, its inception. And it's like, I can't do that. <laughs> but I can tell you how Disney has been infiltrated sometimes, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's very interesting to see how a lot of these things play out and end up being true. And like just to backpedal a little bit, just because I, I do want to I just wanted to make sure I read this on the show because I thought it was the most interesting part of that NBC article in relation to Pfizer and their nefarious history. And mm-hmm. it kind of goes along with a lot of the nefarious histories of not just government, but just organizations and Hollywood and all of that in general. Um, it said that use of drugs for so-called off-label medical conditions is not uncommon, but drug manufacturers are prohibited from uh, marketing drugs for uses that have not been approved by the Food and Drug Administration. They said that uh, the junkets and other company-paid perks were designed to promote uh, Bextra and other drugs to doctors for unapproved uses and dosages backed by false and misleading claims about their safety and, and effectiveness. So... Pfizer, who is one of the two largest uh, vaccine distributors in the United States right now, um, they have been using these vaccines. They've been using these vaccines where it says in the article that for things that are off-label uses, meaning that they it's not technically what the drug was made for, but they're trying to pressure these doctors to use them and prescribe them. And it also says, like, you know, every word in this paragraph to me is so important. Unapproved uses and dosages. So... Whatever the safe amount that they were supposed to be prescribing, they're saying you can take more or less based on uses that aren't even, it's not even approved to be used for, backed by false and misleading claims about safety and effectiveness. And that's one of the most trusted and largest companies making the most money off of a dual shot, uh, off of a dual shot that we have to get in our arm. Like, and that booster. doesn't make anybody raise an eyebrow. First like, thing that, that comes to yeah. mind with that description are antidepressants. Yeah, or, or uh, ADHD medication in kids. Yeah, uh, like Ritalin those two are that. are very similar. And, and like on the off-label prescriptions, I, I read um, Robert Higgs uh, has a book called Against Leviathan, where he rips, uh, you know, uh, rips the me- medical industrial complex a new one. Like forty percent of you know prescriptions are off-label, so there's nothing inherently wrong with that. But to push somebody to prescribe something that's just not even related for diseases that have zero effect on like obviously there is a massive problem there so like just to clarify that you know the the nuance of it or whatever uh right. it's problematic to say the least right because i mean a lot of the most useful uses of drugs that we have today are based on things that are off-label usage you know things yeah. that aren't it wasn't designed for like viagra was supposed to be uh i think Heart it was a blood thing? thinner yeah. Um, and what they found as a side effect that was so common that it was basically became the purpose was they were like, we're take this drug and you'll be ready to go. Old man, <laughs> you'll be ready to go for your next Sick. rendezvous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. For your next menage a trois. You know and what I'm saying? Or you need to next dig time. a hole, you know, whatever. for your next wrestling match. You know what I'm saying? Next time you bang. Next time Next you start <laughs> a canoe and you don't have a knife, you know. <laughs> Next time, <laughs> Henry, Henry, the sexual utilitarian. Like, oh, I got nails that need hammering. So uh. <laughs> let me just pop a couple of these blue ones right quick. I'll be ready to go. Well, honey. I don't have a doorstop. I'll just stand here and wait for people to come in the room. <laughs> uh, a paperweight. Uh, <laughs> for my sitting desk under my doing, standing like, desk. 
Henry's doing like handyman work at his house, and we walk over and we hear, <laughs> then just turn around and leave. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we want to go to the next? It's my Swiss uh, Army knife, so to speak. Next thing, <laughs> your uh, your uh, what is it? Ah, crap! Estonian Army knife. Oh, oh. I think historically we haven't had that issue, but you know, <laughs> all good. What Henry's trying to say is he is single and ready to mingle. That is false, but the first part is true. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do we want to hit the next one? hundred percent. Uh, yeah. Oh, which, by the way, 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 by the way. Yeah. So we were talking about all these vaccines, the government intervening, they're dishonest. We don't trust them. What is their ulterior motive? Now, please say what the next story is. Jake, oh, and there'll you? be something in the show notes about how Moderna, as well, failed to disclose federal funding for vaccine patent applications that were far before uh, COVID-19 was a thing and how the government was uh, aiding them in that process. So I, I want to make sure as much as we can that these are in the show notes because yeah, these yeah. companies suck Email and they're <laughs> immoral and they're our favorite. So yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go ahead, Ryan. Oh, all right. So on Friday, the... What is the Colonial Pipeline? Um, I believe it's called. Uh, I don't have anything yeah. in front of me, so I'm, I'm kind of going ex- off of expands off from the like dome. New Jersey all the way to Texas. I think. Yeah, I think it was more like Georgia uh, than Texas, um, but I could be wrong on that. Um, I, but I it, thought it, another branch like goes out there. But uh, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. I was thinking something else. Um, but sorry, my cat jumped in my lap. <laughs> mm. uh, good old Morris. Yeah, Morris's timing is impeccable um but the, the, it's on his timing yeah a cat. <laughs> the pipeline uh provides uh according to a fox article i read um 45 so it's per- racist yeah well yeah, yeah yeah uh approximately three-fifths of the oil uh <laughs> nothing <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. I, get uh, it. I, thought, I actually thought I that it. was part of the article. <laughs> right. It took me a that second. Was, that was too intelligent of a joke because yeah. I was like, "Yeah, three. Okay, got it. Uh, that was good, Ryan." No, it's it was good. it's about forty five percent of the East Coast oil um, comes from this pipeline, um, and it was hacked by a Russian. Uh, oh no! Wait, 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 wait! Did they? Whoa, 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 whoa. They whoa, didn't whoa. say they, it was Russian. They yet. did not no, say they Russian. Did. They did. No. Colonial uh, pipeline hack claimed by Russian group Darkside spurs emergency order from White House. Oh, they are in fact Russian. This is, Dark this side? is the NBC, NBC uh, May 10th, so that's today. Uh, okay. Um, so clearly, at, more, clearly more reliable. Um, so, but like it's like a Russian group, as in they exist in I, Russia. I, yeah, I don't Not th- that it's a government backed, but it's just. Yeah. A, yeah. And that it's, is um, an important distinction after the Trump years. Yeah, true, true, true. I just remember uh, that the Solar Winds hack, like that, supposedly was also some kind of Russian group, and I thought that's what you were referring to. I didn't realize that they also tied it to this because, like, as of a couple hours ago when I read about it, that was not a thing. Yeah, so um, it they they hacked you the heard pipeline it here and, second, <laughs> and there's going to be some oil uh, like distribution disturbances for the next. I, I've read anywhere between two to three to maybe four or five weeks, and it's um, it's a ransomware attack. So yeah. supposedly these guys hack the system, they have data and all that kind of stuff, and they want to be paid before they like relinquish the control that they usurped. Yeah, and, and right. my main 
and, and people have been saying like obviously gas prices are going to go up especially in this uh, supply. Like, area yeah because like supply is lower and then now because uh, of this kind of like the fear mongering around like oh there's gonna be oil shortages now the demand is also up so supplies down demands up like the prices are going to be a nightmare like um, the toilet paper thing yeah yeah so it, it's going to be um hoarding gas uh bad <laughs> so, well, so, do you remember that it's always get... real fast do you remember the it's always sunny episode where they try to solve the gas crisis and they're sitting there filling barrels with gas because <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. i cut the brakes wild card, <laughs> wild card. <laughs> yeah <laughs> me, me and my girlfriend are re-watching it's always sunny and uh it's great and because henry brought up the bloopers like a month ago <laughs> and it's oh, great <laughs> that's one of my all-time favorite episodes it's one of my all-time favorite shows that, oh, that too yeah, um, Jake, uh, you were saying something, sorry? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, just with this, we kind of have to compound how everything has changed. Uh, I try not to be that guy that as soon as there's another president in office, it's like, oh, look how much worse everything is because one thing's more expensive, you know? Because mm-hmm. um, oftentimes there's a lot of multiple moving pieces in that, and oftentimes it's not partisan. Uh, or every, every time there's multiple moving pieces, and... Unless it's like, you know, specifically we're going to raise the minimum wage, then like, yeah, that was not, that's one factor, <laughs> you know, and like there's infinite variables in an economy. Like you can hardly blame it on one thing. Exactly. Yeah. And so one of the things that I want to kind of mention is that gas. Now, Henry and Ryan, you guys are tend to be a little bit, um, tend to be a lot a bit better on policy than me. So please interject. Gas was roughly take it. a dollar seventy seven in South Carolina, about dollar ninety nine to maybe like two ten in Charlotte area, um, when Trump was president during the COVID year, right? Uh, and that's this is in North Carolina. Gas prices are different everywhere, but in North Carolina, I would say a week after Biden took office, gas in North Carolina and Charlotte specifically shot up to about two sixty. Uh, or no, 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 it was two fifty, and it was like two forty nine in South Carolina. I know both of these because in Charlotte we're kind of basically in South Carolina, so yeah. we get a little, we can see a little bit of both of those prices. Since this gas thing has happened, uh, I heard about it on Friday. Gas shot up another ten cents in Charlotte. Haven't been to South Carolina yet, and now there's a lot of pumps that when we go there, I guess they're not getting as many frequent shipments as, as a guess. Yeah, and so sometimes they're it's they're showing like a pump that's out of order. And now gas is also more expensive. And my wife, right now, as we speak, was going to do a shoot in the mountains with um, with someone. Um, someone gave us the tip that this was going on. We went ahead and filled up our cars. We're lucky she wouldn't be able to get out to her shoot. Uh, there are people now filling up drums of gas uh, at gas stations. And there's long lines at gas stations. Like, you would have thought it was the odd number day for your license plate. Yeah. That's not another educated joke. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> I hate you, Henry. Uh, <laughs> um, and so it's like getting really bad where people are actually trying to stockpile their gas in the same way people were stockpiling toilet paper and paper towels and things like that. And when things like this happen, much like when Trump was president and coronavirus happens, I don't want to say that that's unequivocally, unequivocally his fault. Like things happen while you're the president. Um but that being said, it's interesting to see this compounding issue now and how the Biden administration is handling it. And you want to know how to make gas more affordable and keep people from freaking out? You can end the taxes on gas since it's necessary for poor and rich people to be able to get to yeah. work. 
you could just take away the taxes. I'm pretty sure taxes is about 25 to 30% of what you pay in gas anyway, and that would bring the price down low enough until this pipeline's open. You can even say you want to put, do the taxes again when it's all over, but remove the tax from the from the gas. You can sign an executive order because that's the only way we legislate anything these days. And then you save money and you also save the supply from being drained up so that people can't get to work. And then now poor people are still taken care of. But this is just another example of how they don't care about us no yeah. matter what happens. They're and, and they're actively trying to figure out new ways to bring in. I mean, they're trying to tax Bitcoin and stuff like that right now. Like, yeah, they're actively trying to figure out new ways to increase their bottom line, regardless of the fact that the Fed can just print it for them. So. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Well, uh, you have to tax even though you're the issue, uh, currency issuer because it fights inflation and it and it really uh, it, it keeps the value to the body even though there's nothing backing it. All right. This has been MMT with Ryan. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah. And, and like, at least, <laughs> at least, uh, to be fair. It's like you're trying to get me triggered. To be fair, in that <laughs> argument, Henry, you just stepped away. Uh, I, I was mocking MMTers for saying that you have to tax, even though you can just print unlimited money to like keep value uh, behind it. Because if you have to pay tax on it, then people will need it. At least they, at least they admit it's theft and taken at gunpoint. Um, yes. Although, Guys, are we? Can we put on our tinfoil hats yet? Uh, in two well, seconds. Okay. Um, I wanted okay. to make the one point that I shared in the group chat. Um, so, right, uh, like I said, it was it's about forty five percent of the East Coast oil distribution that comes from this pipeline, and it's you know a major disruption. It's gonna cause like, you know, not an energy or fuel crisis, but like it's gonna be not ideal for for a while. Uh, all over a cyber attack, which we should have figured out more or less. Also, which is just like this invisible thing, like the virus, right? Everyone's scared. <laughs> it's like in the ether somewhere, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, if you remember six months ago, when or however long it was, when Texas had that blackout, you know, because their green energy failed, basically, uh, in a once in a lifetime storm came along. Uh, everyone was basically saying, well, good, this is what you get for, you know, not being on the central system or, you know, this is a, a failure of free market capitalism. It wasn't, just by the way. Um, you That's had, such a bad take. You had, I have no idea how people walked away with that. Yeah, you had all of these just trash takes and, like, people just basically and saying this is what you get. why even make that take? You know, that was the part that can, not to interject too much you, while you're trying to tell no, you're story, but like, it's just so crazy to me that that was the take that people felt compelled to make when like, number one, you didn't care until it happened. Mm -hmm. Number two, it doesn't affect you at all. Number three, like one of the points that you made, I, I don't want to take it from you, but it's just like this, this is, this problem exists because of regulation. So it's or just like, even if it, <laughs> like it was regulated like the the energy provider in texas was regulated so obviously the presence of a state did not prevent the blackout right like then the libertarian anarchist argument would be given the same population you know the grid would have been stronger <laughs> essentially like given market competition the grid would have been stronger is basically what it would have been maybe there would have been a bunch of smaller grids and it wouldn't have been as wide of a blackout. Like, who knows? You can't predict what an alternate reality would look like. But this 
this event happened and everyone was basically saying those people who froze to death in their homes deserve to die because how could you live in Texas that backwards cousin F and, kind and decent, you know yeah. Uh, yeah like the backwards south you know uh, speaking of propaganda and entertainment there's always anti-south propaganda also uh, and as soon as you notice that it, it's there like you'll pick up on it um, but uh so there's all of that basically saying you deserve to die for living in a place and freezing to death in your home with your children and dog and then this happens and it's like oh well what are you gonna do it's like oh yeah the the government specifically was trying to downplay it like they didn't say anything there was no like press briefing like oh my gosh nothing everything's fine yeah, and then you had Biden, like, you know, out there saying that the thing in Texas is a completely avoidable tragedy. It's like, hire some better devs or, like, network security admins. Like, come on. Like, this was also arguably more avoidable. You know, uh, you don't really see tech companies getting hacked all that much, like, relative to apparently everybody else. So, which, all right. So all of your energy stuff is a national security issue. So I would almost make the argument that these places are already pretty heavily guarded. Um, yes. But there are bizarre things that happen that I feel like people forget about. Wait, guarded so, by who? Private security. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, like sometimes it's it's like also like Pentagon or something like that. Yeah, um, it, it depends. It depends. Yeah. So your energy infrastructure is literally everything so like when you go to war with somebody the very first thing you generally want to do is like cut food supply cut energy supply and stuff like that um while technically i guess it's possible that this is what the story is that some hackers want to do this but that also a little bit sounds too much like if they had a board meeting and they're like what would the average dummy believe the most oh yeah hackers used magic to get in there that's what hackers do they're magicians so the I remember this was like six years ago or something like that, and I think that it was in Texas, but it may have been somewhere else, where like a huge power cable got cut. And mm-hmm. it was on purpose, and it was not like a construction accident or anything like that. And in order to pull something like that off, you have to have like literally someone like Navy SEALs that are also like trained. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, not to mention like you have to do it sneakily under the radar, you have to also have an exit strategy. Then there's something in California that was like probably within the last five to seven years where somebody shot a gas tank or a, sorry, a power distribution panel or something like that with a gun. It exploded and they left the gun behind, but there was no forensic evidence of who did it. Sus, right? Um, these are like infrastructure things. So. The first thing that I thought of when I heard that this thing got hacked was every single time that the oil price isn't as high as certain people want it to be, they figure out a way to create a shortage. Yep. Right? I'm really surprised we didn't hear more about that Suez Canal. Not Suez Canal. Is that what it was? It was, yeah. Suez Canal. Um, What the fallout from that is. Because, I mean, that's a huge distribution It's like the Las Vegas shooter. Yeah. Like, what happened? And now (laughs) there's tinfoil hat. There it is. That's not talking about it. That's not a tinfoil hat. That's just literally where are any answers yeah like you just and it just disappears like uh, i'm interested to see how this story develops because i'll just reiterate it's very possible that it was a cyber attack and blah 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 however it does seem like that if it came out for example that another government was involved that is a literal act of war yeah 
Um, and there's already arguments that like COVID may have already been a step into World War III as far as like biological warfare goes. Yeah. Um, and then the other thought that came to mind um, is that I think this was another pipeline that blew up when the gas prices are just like just a little bit too too low. Like right now, I think it's like sixty four dollars a barrel. Um, so big money's to be had. Yeah. I don't buy the story yet. At the same time, like uh, we have to see what happens. If all of a sudden the gas price like skyrockets, or um, all of a sudden like let's say there's a reason to put our forces somewhere else or a new war breaks out. How about like in Syria? A lot of that war was about the pipeline that could mm-hmm. have been feeding into Russia and into, I think, Germany. Everybody's yeah. like, oh yeah, it has to do with chemical weapons, which that turned out to be a lie. Oh, it has to do with him just being a ruthless dictator. Nah. Lie, like, yeah. why, why is Russia in there? You know, yeah. Russia wants access to the pipeline. Why is America in there? We don't want Russia to have access to the pipeline. So it becomes a proxy war. Yeah, um, it... it, it so, uh, it smells like we're going to get more information and everything we're saying now is going to be wrong, but definitely just like the public's reaction to this versus the Texas thing struck me. And like, it's Russia. Yeah. Yeah. Like, here's my question. That's if like the CIA boogeyman. A, yeah. You're such right. a cyber genius. You don't have a VPN dog. Like it. And like that, why don't you have a backup plan? Why can ransomware take down such a massive, energy conglomerate and are you telling me that there's no manual override for this stuff yeah like we used to have manual overrides before the internet yeah like just or just something dude like a a dude with a paperclip like something (laughs) you know but it's like no this ransom somebody with an estonian army knife you know yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) quick get the pills (laughs) it's just uh it, it smells fishy uh, I've got a I, wine I and dine like doctor ready to prescribe. And, and I think the, and again, maybe it's, I've already been like somewhat brainwashed to think anytime that the specifically someone affiliated with Biden, like a Biden administration or a government under Biden's administration wants to say it was Russia. I want to think it's China. Like that's yeah. just automatically what I think because they, they blame Russia for absolutely everything, yeah. regardless of evidence. What is the evidence? I understand that this is a security clearance thing, but then don't say anything. Mm-hmm. Like you don't owe us information that you don't have. So yeah. just keep your mouth shut. Mm. Yeah. Just say, this was a problem. It may have been an attack. We're trying to fix it. Calm and down. To your point, I think a lot of the, the stuff with Russia, because for example, the, the Biden stuff with um, Hunter Biden and, you know, ties with Russia and things like that. Well, well Ukraine. Found, or, Ukraine. Or, with Ukraine. But, you you know stupid I mean. Americans. But there, there was something else I was talk- <laughs> that that came up about his ties with Russia and things like that. I can't remember what it was, but it had something to do with also Hunter's presence in the Ukraine. But I can't remember what it was. I find the article so people don't think I'm an idiot. Oh, me Probably I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, but what we found is that some of the more nefarious things that Biden was involved with, from both uh, financial transfers and things like that, was in China. Yeah. So a lot of the attention because of the things that were China going on China. in Ukraine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the hand gesture. <laughs> Freemason. Oh, that was amazing. Uh, <laughs> thank you, patrons, by the way, for this new mic, because I just hit, or for this new mic cable, because I just hit my mic a little bit and nothing popped. See? Heck yeah. Help us with the show. Give oh, us, P.S. Give us your money. Did we already forget about Stallwell and how 
he was sleeping with a swallow. spy. Swallow. Whatever. Oh, I bet it was real swall. Yeah. Uh, and also <laughs> the... Um, <laughs> and and Maxine, Maxine Waters also had a Chinese spy as a taxi driver or yeah. a, a limo driver or whatever for forever. It's like, come on, and dude. Like, and there was the, the story that, again, disappeared that over a million Chinese spies were in um, American countries, sorry, uh, companies, corporations, and government. Yeah. A million. That's, that's a lot of... Uh, insert racial highly group. trained yeah it, it's and uh, express I don't know it's <laughs> started by an actual Asian immigrant company uh, family no it's racist canceled isn't that funny oh of course I think it's still run by that family matter of fact Panda Express hmm canceled canceled <laughs> like you sell fortune cookies are you saying you Chinese people are from China canceled <laughs> When uh, there's a local influencer here that posted about Asian restaurants you should go eat at, you know, so that you can rhetorically stand with marginalized communities that you don't identify with, but you want to have an Instagram post. Wow, um, not because the food's good? Weird. Yeah, you know, because that's how we stop racism is by giving preferential treatment to certain races. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. But she posted each restaurant with an emoji of chopsticks, and then a bunch of people were like, you're so racist for using chopsticks. Like, <laughs> have you ever been to Asia? Yeah, yeah, they're not Their using babies forks. Use chopsticks with amazing efficiency. Also, yeah. it's a really useful tool. I like chopsticks. They're yeah, you can literally if you're do good with them, with them, you can like get rice really well with them. They're, you can like, cook with them. Or, you can cook with them. Matter of fact, a lot of chefs use chopsticks for certain techniques. Yeah, it's faster. I am far too white to use chopsticks. Apparently, I am a fork and knife guy. <laughs> Racist. Potentially, um, yeah. Asian lives matter. Also, Netflix has a special playlist of stuff that's specifically uh, Asian, and then it says and Pacific Islander. Dude, I will uh, ah. open like uh, you know coding languages, frameworks, and, and like plugins and whatever. And on the top of these things, it's like Black Lives Matter and also Stop Asian Hate. And it's like, all right, React, uh, shut up and tell me what I need to know. Like, I don't care that you stand with them. Just give me the information yeah, I need and let me go. It's the most random thing. Like, like we, we stand with them because it's the right thing to do, not because a certain company said something about it's it. Like when Oreos, well, well, we saw, uh, it's like when the Oreo account just tweeted unprompted, trans people exist, and it's like, shut the hell off. Know your yeah, lane. You cause diabetes. Yeah. Like, Let's just keep eat ma- the cookies. Keep making your cookies and shut up. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. And also, like, at the same time, like, obviously, there are people that react to it, and that's what makes me more black-pilled. Like, the, it shouldn't. Yeah. You oh, know, Nike year, we has... We saw friends who were, like, black people, this company's profited off of black people playing their drums. You remember our, our friend? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why does that matter to you right now? Yeah. Why do you need the validation of a company to say something as dumb as Black Lives Matter? Not dumb, to mention... Not, are... not in the idea, but dumb as in, like, the statement to fault, like, you know rhetorically stand with marginalized communities it's like you know your and phone is made by slaves right using slave labor yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we went to the same spot yeah <laughs> yeah so like and i would love like if some like nike person, yeah like, nike Disney, or apple <laughs> all if, of us have if, iphones if anybody like a woke person were to like listen to our podcast they right away would like go to twitter and like be all up in arms but it's like you literally support companies that have slave labor and are do business with countries that 
are trying to re-educate Christians and oh, forget their organs that. You told me the don't. only way to help black people was to vote for freaking Joe Biden, who authored the 94 crime bill, didn't want his kids to grow up in a racial jungle, partnered with a known segregationist to write legislation. Meanwhile, he's the secret to how we fix the problem of racism. Like, go screw yourself. Also was the uh, <laughs> Senate for... Sorry, Henry, I think you're going to give like a really saucy one. He, really, he was also the, uh, the chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee uh, in 2003 when we went into Iraq for the second time based off of a lie and killed a million brown people so like just throwing that out there too and also, also he was he, one of the people you want to take out Obama he, he, or Osama he, sorry he was one of the people who were like if you're not Freudian with us you're against us you're for the terrorists if you're not with us and also I know we lied about the WMDs uh, so yeah so like none of it makes sense but it's it's crazy how well it works because there are definitely people oh, that are no, 100% it, on the train it all makes sense if you're a sociopath so like well, I, I, mean, under, I understand yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from why they're like, why they're doing what they're people. doing. Like yeah, they would do it like yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like it, as soon as you kind of like crack the code a little bit or see what they're actually going for, um, and it's basically all the bad. I just can't believe um, it works. Like that's the part that I don't get. I can. They I, own I have, the school system. They own the entertainment. Like it's just everything you see but, like, is it's propaganda. Such a, like a low bar. Like that's how uh, just dumb people are. <laughs> yeah. I guess I hate saying that because like I don't. I'm not the smartest dude in the world. Me either. But but also it's just like a matter of. But we also are sticking a needle in our arm when we're healthy young people, who are. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to like, say that that's a low who bar. To do that. I know, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying though. Is that is the bar? I know people that I love and respect that I think are very intelligent that for some reason still think that getting a vaccine is one of the most important things that they could do with their life right now. Yeah. And it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to me. It, unless to me. unless it's just brainwash. People who already had COVID, some of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think the the brainwashing thing is interesting because, to some extent, if you're, it's kind of like an attack. And if you're blindsided, you don't see it coming, and you are a victim to it. So I almost give grace because of that, but it's just bananas that once presented with it, they double down on everything. I mean, it was Granted, a, that's also a symptom of brainwashing. It was a Martin Luther, like the Protestant reformer way back when who said, um, if you give me a, a child's brain when they're young, I'll have it for the rest of their lives. And it's like, why do you think public schools and public education is basically the official state religion? three and they're trying like, to like indoctrinate them with leftist agenda right now with like critical race theory and everything or, or even even more they're trying to do free uh child care and like preschool you know through the state you know and if you don't think they're going to come up with a state bias after you know 15 plus years of like we say the like, pledge of allegiance as children and we don't even know what we're saying and we say it every single day yeah and followed by a moment of silence. And if you're a right winger, that's fine. And, and that's cool. right. And you're taught. These, I, I just uh, I thought I would like bring out two things. Like I feel like I keep hitting lefties, but I also just wanted to hit on the other side a little bit too. <clears throat> um, and you're also told all these myths about the leaders. Like George Washington could never tell a lie, and Abraham Lincoln was a great anti-racist. Oh, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom Woods has a great thing where he says like, imagine everyone is forced to go to his schools made by Walmart. You walk in, you pledge of allegiance to Walmart. There's a bunch of pictures of like Walmart founders across the wall. You're told all these myths about like the Walmart founders. They couldn't tell a lie. They're gr like the greatest people that have ever exist. And then imagine them not coming out with a Walmart bias. Oh, dude, one of my favorite things, like 100%. And I just remembered something from my youth. Uh, I used to have to write an honor code at the end of assignments and tests to say that we didn't cheat. I and it's, that. it's it's so fascinating how well that works and it wasn't until i guess i was in high school when i was like i am literally scared of this 
And I, I was like, they got me. And I remembered having that self-realization like, no, I am not gonna cheat because I have to write this thing down and the guilt is overwhelming. Yeah. Brilliant. That's so, ah, man, these sociopaths are kind of impressive sometimes. Oh, uh, you know, they, they definitely getting, are. Uh, we're getting close to our time, but I did want to just mention something to get your thoughts on it um, before we sign off for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, the man, the myth, the legend, Dave Smith. Ooh, I will vote for him cast. eight times. <laughs> the I would libertarian do. Tupac. But I think he made a critical mistake in an otherwise perfect episode on Joe Rogan. What? What's that? Joe did that thing that he always does, and I'm glad that Joe does it, where he said, okay, so how do we fix it? How do we? What's the answer to all these problems? Because I'm with you. I'm with you. How do we answer these problems? What J- Dave said was libertarianism. And yeah. I immediately threw up my arms, and I was like, you screwed it up. You screwed it up. Well, why because Why do you say that? I'm about to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> do you not think it was building to that? <laughs> I'm, I mean, you know, I'm on the edge of my seat here. Because My Viagra hasn't kicked in yet. Um, because he was describing the fact that people need to care about truth and that people need to value the principle of liberty. When you say libertarianism, because most people are NPCs and they don't recognize that what he means is the the what does NPC uh, stand for? Non playable, non non player controlled character. It's a video oh, game thing. So like nerd. all the people that like if you walk up to them ten times in a row and they say hi, how you doing? And then you hit a button again, they go hi, how you doing? That's an NPC. Follow the science. Wow. Do. Follow the science. They can only follow the science. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, 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 that's exactly like how that applies in real world. Is people who just repeat what they've been told or programmed to repeat, and they don't think about it beyond that. Um, is that there are a lot of NPCs who are going to hear him say that, and they're going to immediately say, "I need to vote for this party, this political party." When he wasn't even trying to say that, he was trying to say, he immediately after this said, like, you know, the principles of liberty, right after he said libertarianism. But I was like, man, it's you had you had us. You had me. And I agree with you on pretty much everything. So, like, but you lost me when you said libertarianism because that was your golden ticket on the largest podcast that exists to teach people was about it really principles. That bad? Oh, I, I mean, thought so. Oh, so. I mean, it was an otherwise perfect episode, so, but if you're going to criticize him for something, everyone's been, you know, stroking in the back of his head to say how good of a job he did, and I think that he did, but I thought that was a critical mistake when you've got left-leaners and right-leaners. If you've so, got uh, a left-leaning person... Truth, and then he said libertarianism. So, if you've which got makes a left-leaning it, person, though, like, listening that far into the podcast, I, I feel like that's not going to be the deal breaker. So I, I, I was, they already said up top that he's like a libertarian dude and he's at that part of the problem. Yeah, podcast. but if you're Vox, you didn't, you clearly didn't care about that. Or, so I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll go against, I have a different problem, but it's not that one. So interesting. Okay. Um, my, I, that one doesn't bother me specifically. Cause like Henry said, if somebody got to that point and like somebody was like, yeah, well, he's like, like three hours in. <laughs> every, I, I mean, it I think that, that far in, but I sure. think it was like th- it 30, 40. No. I think that one, that specific moment the show was itself like was 30, hours. 45 minutes. The end. That was maybe, hmm. an, yeah, not even an hour in. Um, So like Dang. if they get to that point and like everything you set up till then is like relatively non-controversial and like pretty factual, you know, and then he goes, oh, you know, all this common sense stuff I just said, libertarianism. Like, I think that's a good way to 
you know, to kind of dispel the myth that we're insane, like irrational people or something to have this person laying out common sense, like solutions. And then to be like, oh, well, the answer is like the thing people don't think they like. My other, my only problem with it is that there's a handful of times where he would uh, nerf his anarchism, where he'd be like, yeah, and if we just rolled back the police state a little bit, and I'm just like, you go for it, dude, like abolish. <laughs> <laughs> and and th- those were my and like uh, an issue. It's like such a nitpicky thing. Like uh, I mean, I, I guess it's the semantics of it, and I can see what both of you guys are saying. Um, and like, I, yeah, I, I don't mean, have like much of an issue with it at all. Like Smith twenty twenty four. Either way. <laughs> oh like, yeah, I would vote for him every day. I would vote for him if he passed away tomorrow. I would still vote for him in twenty twenty four. Dude, if I passed I away <laughs> tomorrow, I would still vote for him in Chicago. <laughs> I mean, it might go for, you know... Or Arizona. Kamala or something. Apparently, you can vote after you're dead in a lot of places. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, if you say something about it, you're canceled. Um, I guess the, the one thing... It's it's funny. I was not that aware of how off-put people are by that term. Oh, it's bad. I guess that's, that's why, like, I didn't make that connection. But when uh, both of you guys were describing it, I did have some flashbacks to, like, close friends that have a disdain for libertarianism and I never understood why. Well, and I'm assuming it's because of the the troll nature of Twitter. So it, a lot of libertarians are just, you know. Yeah, it, it's either uh, they're like lefties and the policies legitimately just like they don't like them. So there's that. And then there's, uh, they don't like libertarians. It, they don't know anything about libertarianism. They just don't like libertarians. And I've noticed a lot of, at least now that, you know, we... Which is fair. Which is fair. Just by the way. A lot way. of them aren't really great libertarians. I really don't like them. That's my qu- quintessential them. issue with the label of libertarianism. Because my political leanings are all about principle. Is that if I'm forcing something of someone else, you know, it's basically non-aggression principle in politics. That's what I, that's what I am in, in a nutshell. A lot of libertarians are not that, or you have like, I would say probably, I don't know, it could be even the majority, I don't know. I guess the Mises Caucus is kind of shaking that up a lot. Oh yeah, we are. But there's a lot of left-leaning libertarians that are just absolute cucks, and they are as insufferable as like the most woke lefty you've ever talked to, as far as like their self-righteousness and their ideas. Did you see that that we took LP Nevada? The Mises Caucus? The Mises Caucus. And LP Nevada has been so egregiously left on, like, social issues. Like, they didn't use their Twitter account for years and then just had a week bashing Ron Paul and, like, a dedicated, like, here's why Ron Paul sucks week. And Mises Caucus Caucus cleared house. Good. We we are... uh, it's the most principled caucus in the Libertarian Party. We are making it happen, and I say we because I'm actually a part of it, and I give money, and I'm trying to be a delegate, and all of it. Like you're trying to be a delegate for real. I'm trying to get Dave on the debate stage. <laughs> um, Dude, that would be fire. Dude, he would murder if he was on. Imagine if he was the LP, and then with the Republican and Democratic primary, how he could just rip them at least two or three new buttholes. Yeah, it'd be incredible. It, exactly. I, I think the best. You suck like, because this, this, and this, and you suck because you want to murder these people, these people, and these people, and you both are working together to murder those brown people overseas. Now, here's my idea. Yeah. I'd be I, like, get up, Dave. I think it'd be, and I like knowing him, it'd be so funny if like the pressure gets to him and it starts to get so ludicrous with the nonsense answer 
faster he gets that he just drops an F-bomb in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, right, I right, right. He does. That would make my life complete. <laughs> I hope he does. Uh, and I would vote for him again. <laughs> that would make me vote for him more. I would go back to the polls and vote again. Um, but just to, like, bring up LP politics at the very end, just for anybody who's interested... Um, like j- just to fill you in, the LP Mises Caucus is essentially a right-wing libertarian caucus in the Libertarian Party. You know, based around the teachings of like Mises Rothbard uh, or Mises and Rothbard. I wouldn't even call it the right-wing caucus. Or, I, just I was say, just going to say someone would get triggered it, by that. Yeah, phrase. It, it just is libertarianism. Like, and, and the like, more you learn about the Mises Caucus, it's just principled libertarianism. That's all uh, it is. But there, <laughs> but there's like a bunch of different types of libertarian, and, and like I think the uh, the distinction between like you know left and right generally is like property rights and capitalism because like left libertarians like the anarcho-communists are against hierarchies period where the right or like right wing quote libertarianism my wing of it is like property rights so like hierarchies naturally exist in nature because of course they freaking do so like it's unjust or coerced hierarchies where you know the left wing is against hierarchies full stop so i think there's a little bit of a distinction but it, it's the the mises and rothbard tradition in i don't get how communists can be libertarians like i just don't get it, it also it's it's a distinction that only matters to us because we understand the principle but okay. if anyone else hears that they can't even comprehend the idea you're trying to describe yeah henry so, knows us and also can't comprehend it <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> it, it, it's if you uh it, it, it's like a social libertarianism like you know if you're gay do whatever legalize drugs like something like that um but but, that's the, but economically left and i would argue you can't be economic like consistently libertarian they you should, and like, in layman's left. terms it's like pull the resources but it's voluntary as to whether or not you want to that is the communism of the pooled res- yeah it's late but it's voluntary Marxism. so it's not it's libertarian voluntary communism it, I, no, 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 wait, wait 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 no it <laughs> You can be a libertarian communist if there's a voluntary commune of people who are going to like share resources and not have private property. That is communism. I would agree, but it can exist in a libertarian framework as long as it's not state in a imposed. voluntary society. Yeah, as long um, as you're not forced to live in the society and yeah. participate in the you know. Yeah, um, there's but nothing about liberty in that. Like, it, that, I I would agree. I would agree. That's We're, why I think the Mises Caucus is best described as libertarianism. It, I, because it's I would the agree. most principled. I, it doesn't do all that other BS where then you start I, asking more questions. I would agree. there's no ideologies that are diamol- diametrically opposed it's to the principle. stretch the skin but, and, on my face. It, like anyways, pa- past <laughs> that. Libertarians suck, dude. They're so annoying. No, no, no. Sorry to derail. Wait. Woke libertarians suck. Left libertarians are can be admirable. Um, woke libertarians suck. Uh, Gary Chartier is, <laughs> dude. Gary Chartier on is podcast. a force <laughs> to be reckoned with, and Lysander Spooner was a, a left libertarian, technically, you know, and so was Emma Goldman. So like they they can be they can be a force to be reckoned with. He was for an sure. angry old lawyer, but it's yes he was, um, but it's the woke ones that suck. So the Mises Caucus is kind of like yeah. the Ron Paul revolution uh, put into a caucus, and the kind of established uh was the old guard of the lp hate it because it's a bunch of new blood that's just like you all suck and we want to like clear house and we've been clearing a house dude like we're like 45 percent of the party and the caucuses is like two or three years old you know like it is we're doing it we have kentucky we have connecticut we have new hampshire we just got nevada i think we just got montana like we're going for it. If we get the chair, then the messaging out of the LP is actually going to be good. Like the LP basically 
didn't talk about the lockdowns for how much of a layup to libertarians the lockdowns were it basically never got mentioned and then joe jorgensen ran a campaign like it was 2004 you know we should cut the minimum wage because x like that's not the issue so we are uh taking this over um and it's gonna go great uh they keep posting edgy things on twitter that gets a bunch of the woke libertarian there was one recently uh that got did you see it no there was one we- recently where there was a news story of um it was a uh, <laughs> uh the news story was basically i think it was the mets or the yankees i forget we're gonna have a vaccinated and an unvaccinated section in the stadium and uh the mises caucus retweeted that headline with a picture of two water fountains one was vaccinated one was unvaccinated and everybody was like getting upset like you're not allowed to compare anything to jim crow because like i'm a black man and it's like this they aren't even close to the same it's like uh they're not close to this putting them in a they're like, are the same it's like they're, <laughs> it's literally the same it's thing. not the same but like the point of a comparison is like if they were the same thing you couldn't compare them like because they'd just be the same thing like this is the point of a comparison and like people were getting like so upset like larry sharp who i used to respect was like trying to tattle on people who were like s- supporting it you know and uh it was a nightmare it got a lot of the right people very upset and like i'm kind of just here for it <laughs> I'm here for the chaos. <laughs> well, guys, that's our show for today. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, be sure to check us out on Patreon. Give us your money because it helps us to make a better show and it helps us to use it for things like new mic cables to keep things from popping and more things to come. We'd like to start recording our shows, doing a little bit more of a Joe Rogan type style thing. And so we'd like to be able to buy cameras and switchers and all those kinds of things and hire a Jamie's maybe someday. Um, to fact check us and all that kind of stuff we would love to really make this like a really phenomenal show so please hit us up on patreon um and also follow us on social there's some dank memes on the instagram page uh follow us on at the lunch boys pod follow us on twitter at the lunch boys pod you'll find some uh interesting postings on there uh also five stars on itunes and spotify and apple music and uh or apple music do we say itunes every time but it's really uh apple podcast because it's not <laughs> yeah it's, it's the same we are thing. old people <laughs> yeah i get older old. i get older every day how, how can uh, i play this on my zoom yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow uh but five stars on apple podcasts and uh the other podcasting platforms four stars what we do <laughs> what we do is we make sure we wait a little while we just leave it you know we had to pay out some money it was a four-star review it was bad but then a couple years later there'll be a reason why we need a five-star review and so we'll take that four stars we'll do some new research make it a five-star review make you forget that you don't actually like the show and you gave us a four-star review and then we'll sell it to you and stick it in your arm there you go how about this four stars we <laughs> vaccinate them Done. <laughs> Watch us get more reviews than we've ever gotten, and we're like a hard four star. Yeah, yeah, right, like right. A four star show. That's what we and are. The ratings go I like, like. I heard I get free vaccinations. <laughs> it's like four hundred pound people. <laughs> Health. My anyway. four hundred pound life. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. We will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Don't get attacked by hackers.
that's it for this edition of The Lunch Boys. Join us again next time as the boys take one step closer to getting cancelled. Bye-bye now. Stay safe out there. There is a lot of COVID. You might get it. You might not. Wear a mask. Or do not. Who knows? But whatever you do, have a strong opinion about it, comrades. See you in Gulag soon, yes? <laughs> you think I kid? I not kid. <laughs>